Thanks for tuning in to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Now, here's your host, Steve Garrett. Hello, thanks very much for tuning in to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. This is our inaugural podcast, so I'm really excited. So please tell your friends about Corvette Today as well. I'm starting out this podcast as a weekly offering. As we gain momentum, I hope to put Corvette Today out maybe twice or three times a week. First off, I want to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, MidEngineCorvetteForum.com. If you'd like to join a new vibrant forum community that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette, it's free to join this friendly Corvette community. They have a lot of Corvette enthusiasts just like yourself at www.MidEngineCorvetteForum.com. Second, I bet you're wondering why a guy like me, Steve Garrett, started a podcast about Corvette. You're thinking, okay, why should I listen to him, right? What qualifies me to talk about Corvettes? Well, let me tell you. First off, I own a beautiful Torch Red 2014 C7 Z51 Corvette. I call it the carbon fiber edition. So I bought it in October of 2013. I spent seven full years modifying the car. So everything that used to be black or black metallic on the car, it's now carbon fiber. That means interior, exterior, engine bay. If it's not leather, it's probably now done in carbon fiber. Plus, red is the fastest color, am I right? Of course. Hey, it's hard to believe that this carbon fiber edition is going to be seven years old this September. It was built on September 19th of 2013, and I took delivery on October 15th of that next month. And by the way, this car is no relation to the Carbon 65 edition cars. Those came out in 2018, so with mine being built in 2013, you can see my car came first. Plus, my Corvette has a lot more carbon fiber on it than any of those carbon fiber edition cars that you'll see on the streets. Second, I'm a moderator on the world's largest online Corvette enthusiast website called CorvetteForum.com. I moderate in the C7 and the C8 sections of the website. I've been a moderator and an administrator on automobile enthusiast websites now for the last 11 years, so I have a lot of automotive online experience. Third, I'm the president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri. It's the largest and oldest Corvette club in Kansas City. I've been president now for about five years. Fourth, I've been the MC and disc jockey at one of the country's largest Corvette shows anywhere called Corvette Fun Fest. Corvette Fun Fest is held on the grounds at Mid-American Motor Works in Effingham, Illinois. Mike Yeager, the owner there, puts on one of the best Corvette weekends any place. And last but not least, I'm a radio disc jockey here in Kansas City. I'm on 101 The Fox, which is KCFX Kansas City. I've been on the radio for 42 years, still going strong. As a matter of fact, if you don't live in Kansas City and you'd like to hear my shows, you can listen on Saturdays and Sundays from 10 in the morning to 3 in the afternoon at 101thefox.net. I'm the longest tenure jock on the air as well, so be sure and listen online. Once again, it's 101thefox.net. So hopefully with those credentials, I qualify and earn your time to listen to Corvette Today, the podcast. My first guest on Corvette Today, the inaugural edition of Corvette Today, the podcast, is Jeremy Wellborn. Jeremy has owned Corvettes for 14 years. Jeremy is the tech contributor on CorvetteForum.com. He's also the founder and president of the Southwest Oklahoma Corvette Club in Lawton, Oklahoma. He has a gorgeous new C8, which he'll talk about a little bit. If you're on Corvette Forum, you might know Jeremy as Jackamajajaran. 
and we'll get into that as well. Jeremy, welcome to the initial podcast of Corvette Today. Thanks, Steve. It's a great honor and privilege to be able to be on the phone with you today and be on this podcast with you. And I'm looking forward to our conversation. This is going to be great. Hey, tell me what got you interested in Corvettes, you know, a long time ago when you, probably you were a little boy, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, no one in my family owned a Corvette, but from the first time I saw a Corvette, when I was a little kid until today, I mean, I've always been a Corvette enthusiast and I still have models of Corvettes that I had when I was a kid that we had put together and built. And I have a remote control fourth generation Corvette still in my office nice. that I had when I was a teenager, you know. So, uh, yeah, I've just been real passionate about the Corvette ever since I was a kid. How many have you owned in your lifetime so far? You're only 50 years old, so you've got a lot more Corvettes ahead of you. But how many so far to date have you owned? Right. I turned 50 in March, and uh, the uh, last Corvette that I purchased, of course, was my 2020 Corvette, and that is my 20th Corvette. So I've owned 20 Corvettes, my first being a 1998 Pewter Coupe that I purchased 14 years ago. So I guess that was in 2006. Wow, that's amazing. All right, now tell everybody how many you currently own. Talk about all the Corvettes you've got in the garage right now. So in the garage right now, there's a 1991 ZR1 that's co-owned by my dad and I. I bought it out of uh, Oregon. It had 20,000 miles on it. I flew to Oregon and had the original tires still on the car. And I drove it back to Southwest Oklahoma and put about 2,000 miles on it on those original tires uh, wow. several years ago. That's one of the cars, Corvettes in the garage. Another Corvette in the garage, of course, is a 2017 Grand Sport. It's called Tribute, and it is a tribute to the original 1963 Grand Sport car, that uh, the very first chassis that was raced by Penske. So it's a blue with Sunoco yellow accents on it as a tribute to the 1963 Corvette Grand Sport, the original number one chassis car. Then I I have the 2020 VIN number 50 in the garage, as well as a 1963 Grand Sport Continuation Series Corvette that is not just a replica, but it's actually a GM licensed continuation series, and it is serial number 008 of the 1963 Grand Sport serial Th numbers. This car is a beautiful car, and it's got an L88 engine in it, correct? It does. L88, new old stock engine that was not in anything until it was put into this car about 12 years ago. The car is currently undergoing a complete refurbishment and taking it to the next level, which is actually what I had to do to get it to the status that it could be a continuation series car. So we've made some serious upgrades and modifications to it so that it would be just like that original 1963 Grand Sport that uh, Penske raced. And Kevin McKay, who is a well-known, renowned Corvette restorer, said this is probably the best replica of that 1963 car anywhere. Didn't he say that? He did. He checked the car out thoroughly when I had it at the National Corvette Museum during the bash last year. And Kevin, of course, knows these type of cars backwards and forwards. Is just the foremost expert in re restoring vintage Corvettes, particularly vintage race Corvettes. And I was blown away that he said it was the most accurate replica that he's ever seen. Now, that was before I took it into Duntop Motor Company down in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area to have them begin the process of taking it to the next level so that it could be a continuation series car. That's awesome. Now, Jeremy just built a beautiful new home in Lawton, Oklahoma. With it is a what we call garage mahal. 
(laughs) (laughs) What is your future plan for the Corvette and the supercar ownership? And how many cars does the Garage Mahal hold? That's funny. My good friend uh, and Corvette mentor in Richmond, Virginia, his name is Kirby Montgomery, and he was president of a Corvette club that I was a member of when I lived in Virginia. Kirby's the one that, for the first time, called my garage a garage mahal, so that name's kind of stuck with it. But yeah, we built a new home over the last few years and built this really nice shop garage that has a shop bay in it where I've got heat and air conditioning and a lift and can do all of my work on my Corvettes in that garage and then that's separated into another section where there's storage for Corvettes and other cars and so forth. But right now, you know, being a self-employed, having my own business, working with my dad in our insurance agency, I'm really busy. So Corvette's something that, of course, I've had a passion for. I've owned 20 of them in the last 14 years, but you know, I only have so much time. So being familiar with a bunch of different types of automobiles is just something I don't have time for. So, you know, my future plans with regard to Corvette or supercar ownership continues to move towards solely Corvettes at this moment, but that could open up eventually. The Garage Mahal holds up to 14 cars, but I do have the option someday of adding four post lifts to each end of those stalls and making it a 21 car garage. That's amazing. Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome to have. But I mean, that's a long ways away, you know, unless I win the lottery or something. Well, that's always an option. I mean, I, I'd <laughs> like that. Also, your dad has a C8 on order. Tell us about that real quick. Yeah, exactly. Um, my dad and I actually have co-ordered a Torch Red 2020. Well, it was supposed to be a 2020 hardtop convertible Corvette, but uh, we'll wait and see whether that materializes or if it gets moved to being a 2021. And as a matter of fact, thanks for bringing up such a hard topic because April 20th is the target production week that we originally had for this particular order. And of course, we know that that's going to be delayed significantly, but we're excited about it. That's great. Tell me a little bit more about your C8 because there's some special things about that car that you'd like to talk about, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Before a mid-engine Corvette was even announced years and years ago, I told Mike Furman I wanted to get one, got on his list, of course, and was excited about having the opportunity to have one of the first ones when and if that ever happened. Of course, Mike kept me posted, kept me up to date. He's an incredible Corvette salesman at Criswell Chevrolet in Gaithersburg, Maryland, which I'm in Southwest Oklahoma. And people would say, well, why do you buy from somebody in Maryland? Mike Furman is the number one Corvette salesman of all time. He'll pass over 5,000 Corvettes sold this year. He's just a phenomenal guy, easy to work with. He's a straight shooter, and you can count on what he says. So I put my Corvette orders through Mike every time I have an opportunity to do that because I know it's going to get taken care of and it's going to be right and there's not going to be a hassle with it. But anyway, so I placed that deposit with him, wanted to get one of the early ones if I could. And one of the things that's significant, of course, to the mid-engine Corvette, the 2020 Corvette for me, is that it is revolutionary. It's what we call Corvette's mid-engine masterpiece, in my opinion, because it is a phenomenal automobile. Once you've been able to have the opportunity to drive the car and experience the car like I have now, it blows Corvette away. It's just revolutionary. It's just a fantastic Corvette. So I wanted to have one as soon as I could. Of course, I was excited just like everybody else that's had an order. And I had the opportunity to get that order in early. And it was going to be my 20th Corvette. That's what it wound up being, my 20th Corvette. My birthday 
is March the 20th in 1970, which made me 50 years old this past March. And I wanted this to be my 50th birthday present to myself, of course. So it just worked out where I got then 50 for my 50th birthday. And it's a 2020 Corvette and my 20th Corvette. And my birthday is March 20th. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) All of that came together just in an amazing way. And I do really appreciate Mike Berman for his help in making all that happen for me. That's fantastic. If you're a member of CorvetteForum.com, you can join. It's free of charge. You know Jeremy also on Corvette Forum and MidEngineCorvetteForum.com as Jagamajajaran. And I'm sure everybody wants to know that is involved in one of those two websites (laughs) exactly how you came up with that name for the websites. Sure. Uh, For my username, when my wife and I were dating before we got married, play spades with our friends. And on the score sheet, we would list our name as J-A-G, Jeremy and Gina, Jag. Well, as we had children, we just continued to add to that. So we uh, had Matthew and Jarrah and Jaden and Rian and Niley. And when you put those in order all together, you get Jagamajajaran or Jagamajaran. Jagamajajaran. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> or Jagamajajaran. See, Something I like, the way like you that. Say it. I, <laughs> I used to say it Jagamajajaran, but, you know, either way is great. Well, <laughs> you know, it's just how you read it. It's just a tough word right. to read it's and a, a weird crazy. username, but it's kind of crazy, but it's a lot of fun. So now you know everybody. Listen, we're going to take That's a break. Right. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk about the current status of the mid-engine C8 Corvette and the Bowling Green assembly plant. You're listening to Corvette Today. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, knowing they're our only choices for retirement. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. Well, that's what I want, too. I'm calling True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They're our fiduciary blue door personal wealth managers. True Wealth and Company. RetireWithTrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor of the state Kansas. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. All right, we're back. You're listening to Corvette Today. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Today, our guest is Jeremy Wellborn, the president of the Corvette Club of Southwest Oklahoma. Also, he's on CorvetteForum.com and MidEngineCorvetteForum.com as Jagamajajran. Jeremy is well-connected in the Corvette industry. For segment number two, I want to talk about what's going on at the Bowling Green Assembly Plant with Jeremy and get his insight as to what is happening there. Jeremy, when do you see the Bowling Green assembly plant opening back up amid this pandemic? Wow, Steve, that's a really good question. I know that there are a lot of people who want to know the answer to that question, and I wish I knew the answer to that question. But honestly, I don't think GM even knows the answer to that question at this time. Everything from what corporate is doing up in Detroit and in Michigan, and because of how Michigan is handling the uh, shelter-in-place type orders and you know what businesses can get back to work and so forth, and because of how that impacts other locations, because every state's doing things a little different, as well as how all of the suppliers are having to decide when they're going to come back to work and start providing parts again. That just means it's almost impossible to even have a guess as to when production might start back. I'm hopeful that production will restart on the 2020 orders by the 1st of June or late May. You know, that's a good point, though, because you don't think about that 
it's one thing to get everybody, all the workers back into the assembly plant, but it's another thing to get suppliers to start bringing supplies so they can build those cars. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. And that's a big part of them being, being able to get production uh, back up and going. Let's talk about the current orders of the C8. And, you know, once they restart, do you think that the 2020 orders will stay 2020 orders or do you think that they'll be moved to a 2021 order? Well, from what I understand, cars that were at a 3000 status have the potential of being 2020 orders that will be completed. If you think about the traditional Corvette model year, production usually for the next model year begins in August each year around that time frame. So you still have time, even if you begin in June, you still have June, July, and August. And, you know, they can extend that a little bit if they want to because they've had that in the past where they've done that. So you've got several months still of 2020 production that could take place. So I think that, you know, a lot of people will get their 2020 orders. There will be some, if they weren't at 3000, I mean, there's absolutely, I don't think there's any chance that they'll be able to get that particular car as a 2020. It would be a 2021. This car has been 60 years in the making and it feels like it's been snake bitten because remember we have the GM strike first. Now the coronavirus pandemic, it seems like we've had stops restarts, stops, and restarts. So for the future Corvette, for the C8, the sky is the limit, basically. Let's talk more about the different variants that the C8 will have. The Stingray is out now. We've been rumored that there will be a Z06 and then a Zora edition. Do you have any ideas or thoughts in that direction? Yeah, I think that we're going to see different variations of the mid-engine Corvette, of course, come out, just like we've seen in past generations. I think the Z06 will probably be the next one that we'll see. But, you know, GM is going to do what GM does, and they're not going to tell us what they're going to do. And there will be people who may leak out information here and there. You know, everybody gets excited about what's coming next. Right now, the 2020 Corvette and then, the, you know, just the Stingray itself is an amazing car, and I'm just excited to have one of those. So, yeah, I'm excited about what might come next and the horsepower that will be available to those particular cars. But, man, I'm enjoying my Stingray, and I encourage everybody that's got an order in, don't think, well, I'm going to pull that and wait for what's next. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So go out and enjoy today. Order that Stingray and enjoy it. And then if something else comes out you like later, trade it in and get the next one. I do want to go back. You were talking about setbacks. It seems like the C8 had. The thing that everybody needs to remember, I think, is that the C8 itself has not had setbacks. This car is unbelievable. Its performance, the dual-clutch transmission, the styling, the quality, the fit and finish, the interior, every element of this car is amazing. And in my opinion, the strike and the coronavirus have been detrimental to getting this car out to the market, but the car itself hasn't had setbacks. And I think that once we get past these things, all of that's just going to be a distant memory, and, and they're going to be building 30,000, 40,000 cars a year for several years. That's a good point because the car is amazing. It's just been delayed getting out onto the streets. There's nothing wrong with the car itself. Exactly. I know that the Corvette team and our friends at the plant and at GM, they're just devastated on a daily basis because we're going through all of this. But if any of them hear this, I want them to know, hey, Corvette enthusiasts, we're here. We're not going anywhere. We're going to buy these cars. And when people start driving these new mid-engine Stingrays and people start experiencing those, the word's going to spread and this thing's going to continue to just like, it's going to blow the market up. 
All the reviews online from all the different automobile magazines have been outstanding. You've seen YouTube videos, and they've been really, really complimentary about the car. It's got to be a great car to drive. Obviously, you're loving your car, and you took a a museum delivery. Talk about the museum delivery for people who haven't done that yet. Yeah, Steve. So the museum delivery is an opportunity that anybody that orders a new Corvette can add to their order. It's called option code R8C, which is uh, designates that you want to take museum delivery through the National Corvette Museum. And the National Corvette Museum, of course, is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. I'm an, actually an ambassador for the museum through my club. And so I really enjoy talking about the National Corvette Museum and love supporting it, the heritage that they provide for us to know about all things Corvette, as well as helping us to have experiences like this where we can take special delivery of our Corvette is second to none. And so one of the things that's really awesome about the experience is that you're taking delivery of your Corvette right next door to the plant, practically. You get some special VIP treatment. Of course, you get plant tours, and we know the plant tours are are not available right now but if you took delivery like I did back in March my 2020 Corvette you get a voucher for a future tour and it's a VIP tour of the plant you also get track time out at the museum's motorsports park in a new Corvette you can come back later and do it in yours or you can take one of their mid-engine Corvettes out and take it on the track so that's part of the experience and the other thing that you get of course is you get a very detailed specialized overview of the car and all of its features there at the museum along with a tour of the museum but the thing that i think that appeals to me this is my second corvette museum delivery and personally if i could take delivery of every new corvette i buy from now on at the museum i would do it there's a benefit to having the car delivered across the street as opposed to having it delivered across the country and that is significant to me of course the other thing is that the pdi department at the National Corvette Museum has been doing this forever on Corvettes. You won't find a better PDI, which is pre-delivery inspection. You won't find a better pre-delivery inspection and detailing of your Corvette anywhere in the country. So there's a lot of benefits to taking museum delivery. It's a lot of fun. I'd like to do that one day myself. You know, I even invited you to go with me and you weren't able to, but that's another thing is that you can take up to three other people with you for the Corvette Museum delivery and they can experience all of that as well. That's really cool. It's really nice because it is a really cool thing. You get some special paperwork, you get pictures taken, everybody applauds as you drive your car out onto the streets into the sunlight. It's a really cool deal. It really is. Well, you're listening to Corvette today. I'm Steve Garrett, your host. Coming up, we're going to take a break and in the last segment of Corvette Today, the podcast, we're going to talk with Jeremy more about his club, the Southwest Oklahoma Corvette Club. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. Fact. According to the March of Dimes, 40,000 babies are born each year in the United States with heart defects. At Athletic Testing Solutions, we take that, well, to heart. ATS offers the ATS Heart Check, a series of non-invasive tests to identify possible hidden heart defects in your kid's heart. Frequently, the symptoms of sudden cardiac arrest are masked or misdiagnosed. The ATS Heart Check can help detect congenital heart problems or abnormalities that don't show up during regular checkups or a sports physical. Have you ever wondered about your child's heart health? The ATS Heart Check is a terrific option, and it gives you peace of mind that your child is heart safe. Sudden cardiac arrest claims on average 
130 young lives each week. Don't let your kids be a statistic. The ATSR check only takes 20 to 30 minutes and utilizes an EKG and echocardiogram ultrasound of the heart. Visit ATSHeartCheck.com to schedule your child today or call toll-free at 888-537-2597. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. You're listening to Corvette Today. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Thanks for being here. We're talking with Jeremy Wellborn, who is the tech editor at CorvetteForum.com and also the president of the Southwest Oklahoma Corvette Club. Let's talk a little bit of personal stuff about that club because that was one that you formed. Isn't that right, Jeremy? When I moved back to Lawton, Oklahoma in 2012 after my mom had passed away, I was moving back having two Corvettes with me at the time and had come from Richmond, Virginia, where we had a thriving and awesome Corvette club. I was on the board of that Corvette club and just enjoyed that so much that when I got back here, I wanted to get involved in a club as soon as possible. When I got back to Lawton, I found that there was no Corvette club here in town or in Southwest Oklahoma. Wow! So I started looking for people who had Corvettes that were getting together And I found a group of a few people who would just put on Facebook, hey, we're going to meet at the local drive-in. We're going to get drinks there and hang out. So we started doing that. And within six months, we decided, hey, let's start a club. That's really cool. Now, did you start the club by yourself? I mean, were you the person that initiated the club or were there others that were involved as well? There were others that were involved. Yeah, we had several, like I said, that we would get together and hang out. And we started talking about having a club and uh, having been in a formalized club, I said, hey, I know, you know what we could do to get started and took those steps in, in the process. We started the club and I just happened to get elected as the president and have been the president for the last five years because they can't find any sucker that wants to do it. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like me here with the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri. It's like, ah, Steve's doing it. He's doing a great job. Let's just let him keep going, yes. But I really enjoy it. I enjoy getting other Corvette enthusiasts together and connecting them. We've just had all kinds of fun together. It is a lot of fun, and I enjoy being president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri as well. It's a great idea. It's a lot of fun. And, Jeremy, you're a great ambassador. Thank you. How many people are members of your club, the Southwest Oklahoma Corvette Club? We have about 50 members of the club at this time, and they're all very active. There are very few who don't participate very often, and so it's a very active club. That's awesome. It's a very young club, too. When you look at the median age in where I am, And in this club, we have owners of Corvettes who are in their 20s. The median is probably in the 50 range. That's great. What is your charity for the Southwest Oklahoma Corvette Club? We do a lot of charity work. And the main charities that we support are local charities, one of them being the Lawton Food Bank and uh, another one being the Lawton Fort Sill Boys and Girls Club. And I mentioned Fort Sill, and it's amazing. There will be some people that will hear this podcast, and they'll say, hey, I know where Fort Sill is because they went to build artillery school here or whatever the case may be, and they spent time in Lawton. So I run across people all across the country. And, you know, when I go on Corvette trips and go to Corvette shows across the country who know exactly where we are in Lawton, Fort Sill. But those are the two charities. They're local, and uh, our club is very supportive of those. I'm just super proud of our club and how they step up to host events that raise funding for those charities and then how they give to those themselves. 
That's awesome. Now, you do a great show at the beginning of the car show season right there in Lawton, Oklahoma, and you're at the casino. Talk about that show because really that's kind of a kickoff to the whole car show season. It is. And, you know, when we first looked at trying to have our own show here in the Lawton area, we talked about dates and we just kept saying this particular club has in the region has their show this date and this one has their date and this one has their date. And so it kind of pushed us into looking at something in the spring, which is sometimes dangerous. But we found that the third weekend of March typically is a good weather weekend for this area. So we landed on that. And now we have what we call the Corvette Kickoff Classic. This March was going to be our fifth annual Corvette Kickoff Classic, March 20th through the 22nd. But we all know what happened uh, towards the end of March. And a week before the show, we had to pull the plug on the show and reschedule it for July. Our show takes place at the Apache Casino Hotel. And it is a hotel resort area uh, here in Lawton that has the hotel, the casino, an event center, and a huge parking lot that they section off for our show. But we don't just do the show on Saturday. We also have activities on Friday and on Sunday. So our show is, is rescheduled for July 10th through the 12th. On that Friday evening, we will have a Corvette parade cruise to a place called McKenzie's Burger Garage, which there was a guy who, it's really funny, as you know, things all just kind of come around. But as I look back at when I was a kid, there was a mechanic in town who did a lot of work for my dad on cars that he had. And he had two sons and the sons were in the same youth group that I was in at the church that I went to at the time. So I kind of got to know them. Well, one of them took their shop, their garage that he had owned and operated for many years and turned it into a burger garage. So wow. we take the group out there. He's got all kinds of automobile memorabilia. He has a dragster inside the building and a couple of other cool cars in the building. So we have a parade cruise to McKenzie Burger Garage. Out in the parking lot, we have a free show it's a top 25 show. Our mayor, city manager, some representatives from Fort Sill are going to come and they're going to pick the 25 cars they like the best. Uh, so it's a lot of fun on Friday night. We have a light show on Friday night back at the casino and Easton Corbin is going to be there doing a concert in the event center that night. Saturday, of course, is our big show. The casino also has some gaming classes and fun stuff that they have planned for us during the afternoon. That night, we'll have a awards banquet with uh, the National Corvette Museum. Guests will be there. They'll have their store available for purchasing you know, items from the National Corvette Museum store. So we have our awards banquet that night. We give away $1,500 in free play during that event, as well as for Corvette clubs that bring the most members to the show. So there's a lot of fun things that go on. Then on Sunday, we actually have a early service out at the Wichita Wildlife Refuge. There's a historic place there called the Holy City that has the longest running passion play in America. Wow. There's a chapel out there that was built in the 50s, which is where my grandparents got married. So that's a pretty cool little chapel that's out there. So we have a little service out there, and one of our members is actually a, a pastor of a church here in town, and he'll be speaking, and we've got a guy that's going to do some music for us. So people that want to go out early for that can. But after that, Medicine Park is hosting for us right there in the Wildlife Refuge, right at the edge of it, is hosting for us Corvettes in the Park, where we'll have a scavenger hunt, a walking scavenger hunt, as well as a really awesome country southern home-cooked buffet lunch or and awards that we'll be presenting for the winners of the scavenger hunt, including a $500 top prize. That weekend is a, just 
a whole lot of Corvette fun. Uh, we would invite everybody to come. There's still time to get registered. So, you know, if you want more information, you can check us out on our Facebook page at Southwest Oklahoma Corvette Club events page. That's great. And it's amazing weekend. I went for my first one last year. It was amazing all the things that you guys pack in to one weekend. So sign up if you'd like to take a trip and get a Corvette show under your belt. The Southwest Oklahoma Corvette Club at the casino there is a terrific show. And you know what? One more thing I want to say. But I think the best thing about the whole weekend was that Steve Garrett, came and emceed our <laughs> awards banquet. It was phenomenal. We had a fun awesome time. Job it was with great. With a voice like this. Well, it's great. It, we had Thanks a fun time. That. We appreciate it. Buddy, I'm glad it. you came. I'm glad to do it. I'll do it every year for you. As long as I can awesome. get there, that was a lot of fun. We had a great time. And the people from the National Corvette Museum were there, friends of ours. We make new friends. Oh, yeah. People from the Kansas City area came down from Topeka, Kansas and everything. So it really was great. Talk about some of the other shows in the area and some of the other clubs, like the Lone Star Club is down there, and also the Circuit of the Americas Racetrack has a lot of different things that are available for Corvette enthusiasts. Sure, Steve. There's two clubs besides the Southwest Oklahoma Corvette Club that I'm also a member of. One of them is the Wichita County Corvette Club down in Wichita Falls, Texas. It's kind of like the sister city to Lawton, Oklahoma. We're about 45 minutes apart. And that's a great club. I'm involved with that. And they have a North Texas Corvette Roundup in the fall, and it's going to take place the third weekend of September. There's also another club I'm a member of, and it is the largest Corvette club in the country, and it's the Lone Star Corvette Club down in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Members scattered abroad, of course, being the largest club that there is. How many members does that have? That's a good question. I know it's over 500, if memory serves me correctly. We get a directory every year of everybody that's in the club, and it's a thick directory, so I it bet may it be is. more than that. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a huge club, and it's a great club. They do a whole lot for charity and a lot for the National Corvette Museum as well. Don't they one have the a big things, show too, Jeremy, down there at the racetrack? Yeah, that's what I wanted to tell you next about is that they have the Lone Star Corvette Classic every May at the Texas Motor Speedway. That is a phenomenal weekend, and people come from all over the country. If you've not ever been to the Lone Star Corvette Classic, you need to get to that at some point in your life. It involves not just the show, which takes place under the grandstands in the shade, which is nice, but it also entails some fun activities on Friday night and all morning and afternoon track activities on Sunday. Wow. You can pay 50, 60 bucks and have unlimited laps around the big oval track, or you can go out on the road course and race out on the road course with other Corvettes. That's amazing. It's a really fun weekend. Sadly, this COVID-19 situation has caused them to have to cancel the show for this year. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. And so because they have their show at the Texas Motor Speedway, they're locked in and limited to what dates they are available to them. And they're not going to be able to make that up. There's no way for them to really reschedule that because of all the events that the Speedway already has booked. So they'll just have to go to 2021. So everybody be watching for that in May of 2021. There's a couple of other shows up in Oklahoma, of course, that I want to highlight. The Central Oklahoma Corvette Club has a great show the first Saturday of June. It's in Edmond. They've had to cancel their show as well because of the COVID-19. But the NCCO, they have a benefit fundraiser for Toys for Tots on the second Saturday in June. That show is still on. They're still planning to have it. And they raised tens of thousands of dollars for the Toys for Tots. So it's a great opportunity to to get out, show off your Corvette. It's in Norman, Oklahoma, and it's going to be a great show. 
Now, other shows that I plan to either take my 2020 Stingray to or potentially the 63 Grand Sport to include the National Corvette Museum's Bash, which is scheduled for the 28th through the 30th of May. I've not heard whether that's going to be canceled or not, but we'll have to wait and see. Also, I plan to go to the Corvette Invasion down at Circuit of the Americas, and I encourage everyone to go to that. You get to go to the show on the 18th of July, which is a Saturday, and then you get to go over to Circuit of the Americas on Sunday morning and go on the track and spend time taking laps out on the Circuit of the Americas, which is the only F1 racetrack in the United States. I'll be going to the Summer's End Corvette show uh, that the Northwest Arkansas Corvette Club puts on, and that is in August, as well as the NCM's anniversary celebration. If I can make it to Corvette at Carlisle, I'd really love to go out again. I always love being a part of that event. And then kicking off the kind of the fall season is the VBP Corvette show. Everybody check that out. That's on September 5th. After that, like I mentioned, two weeks later is the North Texas Corvette Roundup. Uh, that our Wichita County Corvette Club puts on. And then Eureka Springs is in October. I plan on being there for that. And then the Tri-City Corvette Show down in uh, East Texas on October 9th through the 11th. So it's going to be a busy, busy show season once we finally get things kicked off. That sounds great. Jeremy, thank you for being my inaugural guest on Corvette today. This has been a great conversation. Thanks for your insight about the National Corvette Museum, talking about your number 50 C8 mid-engine Corvette and everything else. Steve, thanks so much for having me on the show today. I'm excited about what you're doing. I think that there's going to be a lot of people benefit from that. The opportunity to just plug into a podcast and get Corvette information and just feed the uh, Corvette enthusiast with all kinds of information. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be a part of your program today. Thanks a lot, Jeremy. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at Steve Garrett DJ. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.